Howdy, y'all. Caleb Helser here, host of Storytelling Tuesdays at Pacific Yardhouse. Every Tuesday, I bring an artist in to come and share original music and the stories behind them. From up-and-coming players to road dogs with a million notches on their belt, come on out. We have great food, fantastic drinks, cold beer, and hot tunes. Y'all show up. We'll see you there. Texas Radio 1. And she, um, uh, she said she was friends with them in high school. And she, just, she would show up to their high school band gigs, and yeah. she just thought they sucked. And she'd tell them, y'all aren't going anywhere. <laughs> well, you know, back then they were, yeah. they were like a glam band. Yeah. 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 That's when I first met them, back a place called uh, Hell Backstage in Southwest Houston. That's where I met him. Yeah, Lord, that working for a bank. That's a long called, time ago. Yeah, I was I was 16 when I met him. Yeah. They were, but backstage and yeah, that was crazy days. <clears throat> that was a long time ago. Man, closest I ever got to got to talk to uh, Vinny on the phone one time. It was what? during So it was during Hurricane Rita. Right, or, uh, yeah, right after Katrina, everybody like bailed, right? And it didn't even hit Houston that hard. Right. And so while everybody was like stuck in that contraflow traffic, foo bar mess. Uh, and trying to go to Dallas and everything else, we went down to my aunt's house in South Padre. So we were like fun in the sun, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it was awesome. And my buddy went up to Dallas, and his uncle used to cater for the clubhouse and for a lot of their private events and stuff. And so he's like, he goes, hey, man, I'm at the clubhouse, dude. And he goes, you'll never believe who's here. And I said, shut up. This was after Diamond had passed. Yeah. And he goes, Vinny's sitting over there, like two tables over. Oh my God. And then I get a text, dude, I'm at Vinny's table. And then oh I get man. a phone call, I'm and he's Vinny's like, house. He, goes, he goes, hey, man, I got somebody that wants to talk to you. And I was like, the hell? And he goes, hey, man, this is Vinny Paul. Uh, sorry about the hurricane fucking up your town, but, you know, as Dave Chappelle would say, tough shit. And then he hands the phone back. Yeah. And he hands the phone back to my friend, and I was like, he goes, you know who that was? I said, I'd recognize that voice anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> man. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> That's amazing. It was lots, of, lots and lots of good times back in those days. Uh, for me, anyway. For you? Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot. Of, I spent a lot of years in the music industry. Some of those days I don't remember, but I was there. <clears throat> All right, y'all ready? So I was told. So oh, you, yeah. you were told? Yeah, you oh, were there. I was. T- I was yeah. told. I was yeah, there. I'm assuming no f bombs or n bombs once the. Uh, we do whatever. Oh yeah, whatever. Starts. You can say whatever, man. Because whatever you want. Yeah. Well, definitely, maybe, definitely not know any bonuses. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, we're going to just beep that one out. Other than that, it's I don't all think good. We can be canceled. Can we be canceled? I'm just quoting him. No. I didn't. I, you know right. what I'm, saying. <laughs> I'm <laughs> quoting Dave Chappelle, okay? It's legal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't cancel Dave Chappelle. Many have tried. FCCs are bitches. I like what he said. If you can have him, if you can abort him, I can, uh, I can abandon him. I'm just like, all right, y'all ready? Uh, yeah, yeah, Let's do yeah. this thing. Uh, All right, hey, this is Jimmy E. I'm here with not Johnny Cash. I'm already rolling, dude. What yeah. are you waiting on? I, know, I'm like, I didn't see the lights rolling. It's are the lights on, bro. Well, they're not discoing. Do they normally they disco? They don't disco. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pay attention. This is a professional <laughs> production, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Take two. Take two. Hey, this is Jimmy E. I'm here with not Johnny Cash, Caleb Helsher, and Big Jordan out here at Pacific Yard House in Conroe. We're How you doing, Conroe. Big J? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me tonight. Man, I appreciate you coming out. Uh, I will say, I know you posted about uh, your last name yesterday, <laughs> and uh, my, my when we were texting, I was like, "Hey, man, you want to go by uh, Jordan Appleby, or do you want to go by Big Jordan?" You know, he used to be like a hundred pounds, hundred twenty pounds more, and went by Big Jordan, and you still go by Big Jordan. I do, I do. Um, he's, you're still like six three, six four, something six like six three, six yeah. three, yeah. 
uh, I, I don't know which which you wanted to go, but my phone autocorrected to Jordan Applebee's, <laughs> and then he po- the next day he posted like, "Hey, if you can't get my name right, you know." I was like, "Dude, it happened one time, bro. I'm sorry." <laughs> So I you saw it. He said, "Hey Jordan, do you want to go eat at Applebee's?" Yeah. <laughs> Which the answer to that question is always yes, yes. right? But no, I, so I, I just somebody else had posted it, and I put on the caption is that if your phone doesn't call me Jordan a plebe, we're not really friends because <laughs> Siri and Google cannot pronounce my name correctly. So that's great. Yeah, they, they've never uh, tried no. uh, my my last name. Yeah, no. I'm always afraid I'm going to butcher it every time. You know, what's great, I say Helsher, which is what my dad says, my grandpa says, but my little brother say Holsher. So, so my own family can't even <laughs> I said agree it three times it. a day and said it different. All exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always said Holsher, but Helsher makes sense because the O-E in German the, makes yeah, the, the O-E yeah. sound. But yeah. apparently if you go back long enough, there was an umlau somewhere, and uh, I don't... There's probably know. a G H E A N in there somewhere too. Well, it's like the, the, the my, my, I play in a band with my brothers. We're, you know, we're the Helsher brothers, or other people call us the Holsher brothers. <laughs> so we're um, we can't even agree on it. So we're just the Ho Bros nowadays. We the go Ho by Bros. the Ho Bros. It's it's easy. <laughs> I like it. You yeah. should carry all your equipment in a little bindle, like the stack, <laughs> exactly. the stick sack thing. Like yeah, that should exactly. be a great T-shirt. Come to think of it, you guys walking right? on the railroad yeah. tracks. Yeah. You owe me twenty-five cents a shirt. <laughs> all so right, just deal. <laughs> I, I, I know I can sell ten, so I can pay that right now <laughs> <laughs> royalties yeah, exactly. <laughs> how do we always get back to royalties somehow every time, every, every time, time. <laughs> well uh jordan I, uh, I until i found out you were here tonight which i believe was yesterday i did look you up i found you on Oh, I'm going to say, YouTube, we'll say YouTube. Harris County hate, Sheriff's Office. Hate. That was last week's conversation. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. how much I hate a certain app out there. But uh, <laughs> so I pulled you up on YouTube, and I did listen to some of the tracks. They're pretty cool. Thank you. A little different. But you got, what, five? And, yeah, uh, five out right now. Five, so one, so- one album, five songs. Right, right, right. Yeah, and um, I like the, I really like the artwork, though. I'm an artwork kind of guy. I like that. Thank you, man. My friend Christian Wygand actually did that for us. The uh, the Big Jordan logo, the Big Jordan band logo was a guy named Alexis. He's actually in Peru. Wow. Um, but then the, the put together was done by uh, Christian Wygand. Man, he does a great job. He also plays for the band Hennessy. So Hennessy? Okay. Yeah, hit him up. Hit him up. He does great artwork. I was going to say, first time I, I heard Jordan, I couldn't even tell you where I was. Um, man, we've... It's been yeah. It's been. I know we did a couple gigs at Marshalls back in the mm-hmm. day. A lot of years and a lot of beers. A I think that was actually the first time we really heard each other was at Marshalls with uh, Charles, um, Charles Henry Pennyworth the Fourteenth. Oh, oh, Charles Peters the Fourth. Yeah, I got, yes. actually got him next month. I got a Chinese pay. Yeah. yeah. So no talking shit is what you're saying. <laughs> no, we can all talk. We can all talk. We can all talk. But um, uh, man, I always thought, thought like I. I I mean, you've seen country, man, but there's a whole lot of soul in there, too, I feel, man. I, I, know, I really love that. I thought I was the only guy out here that was covering Keep the Wolves Away, Uncle Lucius. And then I heard you sing it. And we were at a gig, probably probably out there in Mont Bellevue at Whiskey Barn or something. Mm-hmm. And when I, first time I heard you play it, I was like, usually I get mad when people play songs that I'm going to play. <laughs> right? But I really like the way you do that song. So like, Damn, I was going to do that. <laughs> yeah, but it sounded great, man. And, and, and that just... uh. 
one of the aspects of you, man, that it's always taken me back a little bit. Like, there's a lot of guys in the scene. They, they, a lot of them sound the same, and which is which isn't a problem. You know, they they, they play good-hearted, you know, old, old Texas country thing. But like, what make, I always love that aspect about you is that you, you bring something different to the table. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. I like that that you have that a very similar thing in that in that rasp that you're not afraid to get like a little dirty with it. And as like you said. There's a lot of cats that doesn't it doesn't negate their talent. They're talented musicians yeah. and they're talented vocalists, but there's a lot of them that are that's very almost very cookie cutter, and and they they're not. There's a very few of them that really like get raw with it, and you're one that does. And I've always like really appreciated that about you as well. Thanks, man. Just that that just unapologetic rasp and, and not afraid to go for it kind of thing and, and for I've better for worse for better for worse sometimes yeah, exactly <laughs> there's something to be said about you know lot, like you said a lot of people can sing there's a lot of people can sing but whenever whenever somebody can get into a song and deliver it and feel what they're delivering that makes a difference and that's what that's what I like yeah. you know and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that that I love about the way you do your songs because you know you, it's, it's like that he's in that song whatever song it is he's in it absolutely you know? yeah that's that's what he was saying about you know you, I, you get kind of mad. It's the, the like you said the only time I get mad if somebody covers a song that that I would normally sing right because it's not like you own it. Exactly. But it's it's the only time I get mad is, is when they when I feel like they don't do a good job and yeah. I'm like well put well put like you, you didn't capture any of the essence or the the feel of that song you just kind of <laughs> sang it yeah you didn't perform it read it off a piece of paper yeah you know. and i'm like oh that's the worst don't get me started <laughs> so it's not like joe biden <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry never mind. when you when you want to do a thing and then you do it and then anyways yeah <laughs> sorry everybody all concentration just went out the window. <laughs> where were we? <laughs> yeah, where were we? No, I totally get it though, because it's it, it is uh even like and I could talk crap about my little brothers. It's fine. They don't listen to me anyway, so I doubt they're listening to the podcast. But they better be listening to this podcast. Isaiah, get over here. No, get I'm uh, yeah. pizza man. Bring us a pizza. But it's kind of like when when I cover a song and then they go out there and cover it, and they're just covering it because they know that. People, people like, like that it, yeah. song and it's like man right. when, I, when I play this song it really does come from a place like very sincere you know like I don't I'm not one of the guys that covers the big songs on the radio because that's what people like when I cover a song it's because the something really really touched me in the song you know yeah, what yeah. I mean for better or for worse I'm like the saddest songs I'm like man I haven't been depressed in a while and I'm super depressed right now this is a good song you know (laughs) (laughs) no that's I'm the same way man I don't want to just cover the this guy or that guy or the Uh, other I don't want to drop names but like you know if I feel the song I want to play it and if I don't feel the song people are like do you know this nah I don't cover that guy's stuff because yeah. I don't like well, it. It's just no. not my jam. I can even say this. So, like, I, Isaiah, you know, he's, he covers Tyler. He, he's 19. But he covers Tyler Childers. He covers Zach Bryant. He'll, uh, Nathaniel, he'll cover a couple Nashville cats, like Morgan Wallen and Luke Combs. And they appreciate those songs. And I can appreciate some of those songs, too. But to me, it's just like, I mean, I, I, the first time I hear a song, if I don't go repeat, 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 I probably I'm not gonna connect with that song as much as I would. Right. Um, and even even though I have maybe Tyler Childers and Zach Bryan a little bit more than Nashville Cats, but I agree with you. Yeah. But it it's 
I, I like those songs, but a part of me just doesn't want to be the cliche covering that song. No. Right. You know, it's but but here's the thing, I still play Wagon Wheel and I still freaking love Wagon Wheel. Because <laughs> Old Crow tone. Medicine Show rocks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Darius Rucker, I can okay. should have stuck with Hootie, buddy. Yeah, but just a bit of, I, mean, I think this is it's gotta be every podcast. You've mentioned Wagon Wheel. I do, man. Yeah. I do. I want I don't know how people think about it. It's okay? faux pas, man, because it's considered faux pas to play that song, but it's such a great song. It's such and, a great song. and even though the Hootie thing I will say, man, the way he does the vocal runs at the end, just from a vocal perspective, from an artist perspective, it's, it's really it's cool he what he does what at the end of that song. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's it's like uh, it's almost like the no stairway to heaven sign in the guitar stores. It's like <laughs> no wagon. There's yeah. There's venues that say no wagon wheel on the wall. <laughs> well, I, I, I like Darius Rucker. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I like him. I'm, I'm BSing. Yeah, I, I like him. There, have you, did you ever do a is it Good Night Charlie's in Houston? Um, mm-hmm. good, t- good time, Charlie. I, one of it, but they have a role. Yeah. Uh, no one's allowed to sing "Fireman" by George Strait because, <laughs> because so- someone sang it, and a fire started there. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like, this is several years ago, but like I tried to quit smoking cigarettes and I was vaping, and then we promised we weren't going to sing it. So I sang another George Strait song instead. And that's a little joke. And the and the vape blew up in my pocket. No way. Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Good time. Oh yeah. Good time. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, they did hire us back. Actually, you, know? <laughs> you don't have video of that, do you? I, I think the sound, that the tomorrow. sound girl was Amber. She was great. I think she may have a video because she thought it was the funniest thing in the world. That, that is. That's hilarious. Yeah. I would air it tomorrow. I swear. <laughs> it'll be. I will make you famous. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is, is there's all those those. Um, uh, t- uh, traditions and superstitions like if you're in theater you're not allowed to say Macbeth in a theater yeah, it's, it's yeah. unless the unless the play is in is in production or or uh, rehearsal and so um, and then in that case you can say it because you're in the play but outside yeah. of that you're not allowed right. to say yeah. it and so but you were talking about uh, uh, songs that you just keep on repeat and then otherwise you don't really connect to it man and I gotta say this new, this Oliver Anthony tune, I played it oh my 15 God. times oh my God. the first yeah. time it came out. Me yes. too. And I already know it. Like, we already cover it. The elbows already cover it. So. Yeah. So we're going to have to paper, rock, scissors over here, or split verses or something. You can do something. it. You can do it, man. You can do it. Hey, y'all should just do it. I play bass on it, so I'll play the bass on it. You really rub shoulders. That's a great song, man. Oh, yeah. That's a Somebody posted something that said, I wrote a song that grossly misunderstands class struggle, and here it goes, two, three, four, and I commented, I said, Tell me you don't understand the point of the entire song oh, yeah. with without telling me you don't understand the point yeah. of the entire <laughs> song. Like, yeah. Well, but what's funny, like even so, I may lean a certain way politically, and someone on the opposite side was the one that sent me the song. Yeah, a friend of mine who him and I do not agree politically sent me the song. Yeah. So I think but it at least sucks. Can still be cordial. Oh, for sure, but, absolutely. But, but the whole the. I just think I hate how it's gotten political now. I just and I think that even Nashville, I like what you know. I'm not a, even like what John Rich said. You know, if he would have accepted a deal before that song was released, they would have put that song up, and no one would ever would have heard it. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, but it's and I hate how it's the song's alright because it's such a great song. And it's not even a week later, and it's like, oh, if you like that song, you hate this. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. come on, guys, can we just appreciate good music? 
great exactly and it's like yeah. why do why does i guess it's social media you know if, if, if there was no social media people would just be like that's oh, a good song yeah, you exactly. know what i mean exactly well well 10 or 15 people you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just being yeah. for real, because if it wasn't for social media, he would have blown up. I still wouldn't know. Yeah. I saw. I saw Oliver Anthony from where? Yeah. Right. right. Uh, never heard of that. I guy. saw his first hundred thousand views when, I, when it, some someone sent uh, someone sent it to me when it just had a hundred thousand views, which is still a crazy amount that in the first crazy. day. And then I, I, I shared and was like, "Hey, I'm hot, I'm jumping on this guy's train." Like. Yeah. And sure enough. Like 13 million now, yeah, or something yeah, crazy yeah. like that. Fact, you were like over at the house that night, and you said, "Yeah, well, you were headed to a birthday party. You come over to the house, and we were we were BS, and you said, I'm going to send you this, and you actually never did.' Oh, I'm sorry, but, but no, uh, you, you tied up. You were going to a party, birthday party, or whatever. And I, I was, was going like, bowling. Okay, you can I say was, it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, bowling. You're bowling, and uh, <laughs> but. I, w- I got on my phone after you left, and then somebody sent it to me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it would be a text message, and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this this is the guy. So it's Oliver Anthony. I'm like, I had never heard of it. And he, he was telling, Caleb was telling me about it, and I had no clue. Yeah, yeah no. I, that's what, that was a week ago, a week, yeah. ago, a week and a half ago. It's probably got a billion views by oh, now. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I forgot to send you that. It's like, oh, it's okay. I saw it 75,000 <laughs> other <laughs> times, so you're good. <laughs> I've had I've had eighty people send it to me since then. I've listened mm-hmm. to a hundred times though. I can probably yeah. I mean, if not a hundred, pretty dang close. It's just it's oh it's it's and I had to make a joke one time because somebody was like, he hates poor people. I said, no, he hates fat poor people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just a songwriter, and he even says it himself. He's just a kid from the country that wrote a song about a few things that were aggravating him, and he's and, and people treat it like it's this uh, entire like dissertation on everything that's wrong with this country. It's a three-minute song. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not There's even no a third verse. Yeah, Not even a third verse. Two, two, two verses. Two verses. You know, a couple yeah. pre-choruses. You'd have you know. to write a really long song. <laughs> yeah. Like Alice's everything. Restaurant. Right. <laughs> I, I have plenty of those, actually. I don't know. Is it longer than yeah. Inagata DeVita? Yeah, yeah, like a Led Zeppelin album. Yeah, or a right. long album. The longest song I ever recorded we ever released was nine and a half minutes. No way. Yeah. It was called The Ballad of 14 Pesos. Right. You, you, can find, 14 pesos you can find it on YouTube. I'll say that. Much. We'll we didn't. To, I'm going to have to find it now. My ADHD wouldn't allow for anything <laughs> like that. Well, yeah, I, I I'll say, my other, I have a really good song called Railroad Hymn. And it's like, I really want it, but it's like it's six verses. And I keep telling myself, I gotta cut verses, I gotta do it. And I just can't do it. Hey, just I just, make it, I just make love it, it so it, much. Make it three songs. I was gonna <laughs> make it two one, songs, actually. Volume. When I do release it, it'll be two parts part one <laughs> and part two. So if you do like the song, you have to listen to both of them, and I get twice as many. <laughs> there, you plays. Go. Oh, there you go. I mean, if Wade Bowen and them guys can do it, I mean, you can. Come on. There's no reason why. Come on. No reason why not. <laughs> You got anything you're working on, man, recording anytime soon? Yeah, so we're fixing to release a few, man. Um, we got one coming out here really soon called Doing Time, which is a really great tune. It's got a real, like, kind of old-school outlaw country Johnny kind of feel, Johnny Cash kind of feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah? And uh, the premise of the song is so great because it's this dude that just goes around and, like, breaks all the laws he can break to get away from his old lady so they'll lock him up and then like <laughs> in the second brilliant. verse that's brilliant well in the second verse he goes I got a couple weeks without parole and then the third <laughs> verse he's like asking the judge for more time <laughs> like, like no no you don't understand freedom would be way worse like it's a great great tune man and then uh, we you, got some you other play stuff that tonight coming out for us, man. I will I will that's awesome 
So. That reminded me of something Caleb said last week. <laughs> what was it? Uh, from Conroe to Death Row is oh, yeah. a 30 minute drive. Yeah, Conroe to Death Row is a 30 minute drive. Yeah. That's pretty slick. That's pretty slick. Yeah. It's funny you said that the album is going to be called Guilty by Association. So. Yeah. Awesome. Did you write that about me? Right. <laughs> For somebody who's never been like, to prison, I write a you bunch of like songs this about memory it. section in memory of. Will you mention me? Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. So how long have uh, you been doing this, man? Oh, man. Um, I started playing guitar when I was 12, so I'm 36 now, and, and I've been playing in the bars for like 20 years. Wow. So my dad got me You're started. You're only 36? Mm-hmm. What made you really just dig in and pursue it? I've loved it ever since I picked up a guitar the first time. Yeah? Yeah, I just absolutely. I broke my leg and was stuck in a wheelchair all summer. My dad's playing guitar in the backyard, and I'm like, hey, show me how to do that. He shows me G, C, and D, and then I never put it down after that. And um, I just, I mean, as soon as I got a guitar, it's what I wanted to do. And so I've just done it ever since. That's um, awesome. He would drag me around to bars I couldn't get into and take me there with him. Says, you know, most of the places in Texas, unless they have specific rules about it, you can go with a parent. Right. right. And so he would take me to all these different open mic nights and make me sit in with all these older cats and, like, try to pick up everything I could. And, and then... Um, once my facial hair came in, even though I wasn't 21, I started going, you know, because I was still at that point like 6'1", you know, and yeah. about 250 pounds with a goatee, so they didn't ever question. And, you were uh, his security is what you were. Yeah. Basically. No, no, I wasn't. He was 6'6", so oh, he oh was my gosh. not to be trifled with. Um, Good guy. But, yeah, he used to take me around and, and, and make me play with all these older cats, and, and uh, I wouldn't be the musician I am right now if it hadn't been for that for yeah, sure i that's didn't cool. know that man so yeah. that, that's, that's really awesome cool. man that yeah. is awesome he he would never he could never play like how i can play now but but he just had this voice that yeah. just oh my gosh it was just like rumbling velvet like he was just <laughs> you'd open his mouth and everyone in the room and he'd you, be in you a, have a bit of that you have a rumbling velvet to your voice too man you, i want to say that i like yeah. that rumbling velvet, velvet. yeah, yeah that's a bar, cool. biker ball Biker bar full of bandits and stuff, and, and he'd play on his acoustic by himself when it's been full band, open mic jam all day long. He's playing on his acoustic by himself, and everybody in the bar would shut up at the same time and turn and look at him. It was yeah. just it yeah, was incredible amazing. to see. That's now, um, so, yeah, my dad tried to teach me how to play guitar. He taught me the, you know, the same chords. Mm-hmm. I could play them. I couldn't play a song to save my life. I can, I can play those three chords. That's it. Right. I don't understand anything about it. I'm just not that guy. Um, I've always told people I'm the only non-musician in my family. But, but, you know, all my brothers, my sister, my mom, my dad, they're all musicians. I'm the only person that my only time was to play the radio. So my dad, my dad says, I, and when people are like, so did you teach Caleb? You know, he goes, no, I just play a mean radio. Yeah, play but mean the radio. honest truth, he did teach me AED. Mm-hmm. I think my eighth grade year, because I, I graduated eighth grade, which was a big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good uh, for you, we'll say, So we got, got a Barely. Pawn shop, Yamaha guitar, $100 guitar. That's what I got for graduating eighth grade. And he taught me in the AED. And that's all I, I, I've never learned another chord, actually. It's, it's pretty much AED from here on out. Um, I just use a capo. Yeah. Um, you got more than I got from my eighth grade graduation. No, but uh, I got my my mom is pretty much the, the music in the family. Yeah. But like my dad's family, everyone played music. My dad was just the worst at it, so he never 
like tried he's like all right i'll let them have that but like growing up with my aunts and uncles on my dad's side everyone would pass the guitar around over a fire on christmas when it was too hot when it was 80 degrees on christmas we just have a table with chips and salsa and (laughs) guacamole and pass around the guitar you know like nothing like a texas christmas texas christmas right there yeah and, uh, but mom's side, uh, you know, her sisters, they, they, they sang, but she, she was the piano player, and she taught me how to play piano. Not well, but she played by ear and kind of taught me how to go like that. So it was my, it was my mom more than my dad. Although yeah. my dad yeah. did teach me my first couple chords, but I, other than this podcast, I will never give him credit for it. <laughs> you know. yeah. It was my dad showed me that, and then I had an uncle that played, and he was pretty good, but he was kind of... It was wild, wild, wild. And uh, his nickname was ZZ because he had a big red beard like Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. (laughs) Nice. And I picked up a lot from him. What a great nickname. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was really talented, but, I mean, and God rest him, but he had the worst rhythm. Like, he could sing karaoke, right, because the track wouldn't stop. Yeah. But if he sang with a band, even if the band didn't stop, he would blame the band, and I'm like, no, Uncle ZZ, it's not the band. (laughs) I've been that guy. I've been that guy. Like, you're three measures late every time. It just only works because it's every time. That is me. That is me. I don't know when to come in. I can can sing, but I don't know when to come in. It's like, I can't. I don't know. I, I love music, but I'm that guy. Yeah. I can sing along with the radio, but I'm going to be like half a step behind every time, no matter what. Can... Nothing oh, I can man. do about it. And I've been, like I said, surrounded by music all my life. Yeah. Entire life. Yeah. So I'm just a guy that carries all the gear in and plugs it in, you know. Hey man, but uh, Big Jordan, brother, thank you so much for coming out and doing this, yeah, man. Yeah. Seriously. No, this is a blast. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so thanks. We'll, we'll, we'll get you back. Uh, as long as you don't outshine me up there, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. It's nice meeting you, buddy. Absolutely. Look, y'all, y'all gave me an opportunity to talk about me, which is my favorite subject. There you go. <laughs> good. I love it. I'm stealing that. That's good. That's you, good. What, what I really want to know is, did you bring all these brooms? Jordan? No, I did not. <laughs> I was wondering what those were for. I thought maybe that was yeah, like, No, that's my ride home. No. <laughs> like Harry Potter. This is a Texas Radio 1 podcast. A special thanks to Pacific Yard House in Conroe for hosting Storytelling Tuesdays every week. Be sure to visit PacificYardHouse.com for more information about everything they have to offer. Also, special thanks to Caleb Helsher for letting us be a part of Storytelling Tuesdays and for generally being an awesome individual. If you would like more information about Texas Radio 1, visit TexasRadio1.com, where we play the very best country in Texas. Dagum right.